With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Folks, welcome to another season of Full Count Chaos, another season of the Baltimore Orioles. I'm just going to say it here. We're 10 seconds into the episode. No more rebuild. Hallelujah. That feels so damn good to say. No more rebuild. Hell yeah. I love reading articles, blogs, tweets, all about how the Orioles, the rebuild is gone. And I have a feeling, I told my wife, I'm probably going to be dead about 55 years old, if I make it there. How much? Uh, how many years this rebuild took off my life? God help us all. It felt like 20 years waiting for this rebuild to be over. <laughs> it was a long road. And now we can watch Oriole games like a normal fan. I know that's weird to say. What I mean by that is when the Orioles are losing five in a row, ten in a row, we just had to kind of suck it up and take it. You know, we're getting kicked in the groin and we're like, well, that's just... How it is. That's Orioles baseball right now. Now, they lose three, four, five in a row. I'm back to kicking shit through the drywall, throwing my TV off the stand, cursing, two in the morning, yelling at the TV. My wife's yelling downstairs, shut up. Like, it's the 14th inning. We're in Oakland. Extra innings. It's the second week of April. Who cares? I do. I know every season. I'm very excited about this season. No, this season, I'm very excited. Freaking excited for Orioles baseball. I am every year, but this year, come on now. First year that we're looking past the rebuild. And look, last year was a great season. The Orioles ended a winning record. We didn't think, a lot of people didn't think, including me, that was going to happen. But now, we're looking playoff, baby. We are looking playoff or bust baseball. And let's see how Brandon Hyde does. You know? I've always said, look, he got handed keys to a Toyota Camry, and they say, hey, win the NASCAR. Now, no more excuses. You got a banging-ass team. Let's win some games. I've got balls of steel. All right, before we get started, today's episode of the show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or social. Go to sportsdrink.org. You'll see all the ways to follow them on social media, Instagram, Twitter, how to subscribe, all the podcasts there to get involved. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Uh, this year, of course, I'm going to be giving away tickets, uh, gift card. I don't know which one I'm going to do. Uh, either one. I'm just giving it to you guys to say thank you for tuning in. And I love it. Uh, last couple winners, the uh, winner who won the two tickets sent me photos showing his family at the game. Beautiful photos. That meant a lot. It meant a lot to me because I like getting involved with you guys. I like you guys getting involved with the show. Uh, last year, the winner of the $100 gift card sent me photos of shit that he bought. Fantastic. Loved it. 
I loved it. So probably in a few weeks, I will announce just another simple way. I think the last few years, I just said, email me if you want the tickets. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. Again, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Spring training has started. Are you getting involved? I know some people, huge Oriole fans, they don't give two shits about spring training. They say, call me when the season starts. It's still fun, man. You, but you wait for so long for baseball to start up. So any chance you can talk about Orioles baseball, whether it's spring training or not, you know, pitchers, catchers meeting, I don't care. Let's talk about it. I'm excited. Aston Kersted putting on a show. Taryn Vavra having a good time. He's hitting a cool 545 with a double, triple, triple home run uh, with 1.64 OPS this spring. I know it's only spring training, but it's all we got to talk about. We got Grayson Rodriguez throwing heat, Adley hitting home runs, Joey. Oh, Joey Crabble, well, shit in the bed. That's an understatement. Poor guy. Hope he figures out whatever it is he needs to figure out. We got wild shit already happening. Was it last week? Bottom of the ninth, the game normally would have ended against the Pirates because uh, the Orioles are losing. They were the visitors. And <laughs> Brandon Hyde said, no, sit down. Everyone, sit down. <laughs> the game's not done. Sit the hell back down. I want to keep playing. So, you know, a lot of fun shit, a lot of interesting stuff. I'm going to go over the rules, the uh, the uh, my opinion on the rules, pitch clock, bases, shift. We'll talk about that. Got some emails that came in. Again, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at fullcountchaos. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I got to get more involved in that. I uh, think last year, a year before, I was getting on a big roll with Instagram again. I, I got to focus on all that shit. Whatever. Anyway, again, uh, I am on Instagram Facebook, Twitter, all full count chaos. You'll see me. I'm excited. I'm heading down to spring training. First time I'm heading down there to watch some spring training games uh, mid-March. My wife, God love her. I love her. She surprised me with Golf View Hotel. Great tickets. All the good shit. Because she loves me. We're just sitting there. I don't know, watching some show on Netflix. And she just says, oh, by the way, got you some tickets for spring training. How about that? So I'm obviously going to take some nice photos. I'll post. Everybody go down there. Have that ball more action down there. Meet them Florida people. Yeah, we came down here watching baseball. Going back down there. Going to see them Orioles play. Baltimore Orioles. Oh, so it's going to be a good time down there. I can't wait. Great weather. I mean, I love it. I used to uh, go to Marco Island a lot down there in Florida. You know, it's funny, though. If you ever want to have some good laughs, just Type Google Florida news. <laughs> You'll go down a massive rabbit hole of what a shit show it is down in Florida. I get it's a shit show everywhere, but for some reason, Florida, just all the nutbirds go down there to retire. And I don't know, there's something in the water, but very excited. I uh, speaking of Florida, want to thank um, Baseball Biz. Great podcast had me on as a guest. Uh, I think it was last week or two weeks ago. Check them out. Great podcast. Again, Baseball Biz, B-I-Z-Z. Great show. They go around the clock year-round. If something's going on in baseball, they're talking about it. So, again, I appreciate them having me on, but uh, he lives down in Florida. He's talking about the weather. I think it was like 22 degrees here. That night, we were, I was on his podcast, and it's 65 and sunny. <laughs> so, that is also why I'm looking forward to go down to spring training. Go down there. Every now and then, that Baltimore accent. Can't wait to go down there spring training. It's the weather. 
Okay, so again, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. Uh, I want to hear from you about John Angelos. Boy, does he stink. Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. John Angelos has said some stupid-ass things in the past couple months that, again, just remind us, re- reminds us of the Angelos family and the Orioles should just have nothing to do with each other anymore. And John Angelos, he's, got, he's one of those guys that he just has a punchable face. If I was standing next to him in the grocery store and I didn't know who he is, and I looked to my right, he's standing there. I'd be like, man, I just want to clock the shit out of this guy. I'm just not a fan of John Angelos right now. Talking about how he basically wants to focus more on having shows and concerts at Camden Yards. And what do you say about um, <laughs> he wants to be the next Tampa? Basically, in a way, saying, I don't want to have to spend my money on this team. I'm hoping they can win. With spending the least amount of money. Yes, thanks, John. That That's what Orioles fans want to hear. Who's handling, who, who's the uh, owner of the Orioles? Shitbag. Talking about, he's more focusing on concerts in Camden Yards. I don't know. Want to hear your opinion about him. We'll get into him a little bit later. Um, again, Elias talking about liftoff during the offseason. And I told uh, my wife, anyone who steps in the house, we do not use the R word anymore. There's no need to. We didn't use the R word when the rebuild. R word, obviously, if you've been tuning into the podcast, rebuild. We don't say that word. It's a bad word. But want to know how you feel about this season? I mean, we are definitely at playoff or bust now, right? I mean, the lineup, the players, Elias said it himself, won't take anything less than the playoffs. No more about, well, is a winning record? Well, you know, they had a good season. Playoff or bust? World Series or bust? I keep saying playoffs or bust. How about winning it all or bust? So, again, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. So much we want to get into coming up leading to the season. Uh, I want to get some emails right now. This is Mike from Dover, Delaware. <laughs> Something I, I've talked about here and there. Uh, he wanted to email in, uh, agree with me. On using a specific word here. He says, hey, Nate, happy Orioles New Year. Says someone recommended your podcast last year. And ever since, I've been a fan of the chaos. Hey, I appreciate it. Stuff like that when I read an email, that means more to me than you think. That really does. That does mean a lot to me. Makes my heart warm and fuzzy. Uh, He continues. He says, I was listening to an episode and heard you explain why you use the word we when talking about the Orioles. He says, I know some people make fun of others for saying we when talking sports. I wanted to say I completely agree with using we, and I think it's douchey when fans make fun of people for saying that. Yeah, goddamn right I'm saying we when talking Orioles, he says. You're exactly right. All the time, energy, and money we put towards this team we love, we deserve to say it. Go O's. Thanks for the laugh. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for the laughs. More. (laughs) I want to make sure that laugh was plural. He's not just saying, thanks for that laugh, that one laugh last year. Yeah, thanks for the email. Appreciate it. Uh, Mike from Dover, Delaware. Got Oriole fans outside of Maryland. Love it. Yeah, I've I've said it plenty of times on here. I I don't know why people get upset when they use the word we. You're not on the team. I, I think it's exactly like he says. It's more douchey to make fun of someone for saying we, especially like he said, and we've all said, the time, the energy, the money we put towards uh, the team we love, we deserve to say we. I'm sure the players on the Orioles, if they, yeah, hell yeah, fans say we. We're all in it together. I don't see uh, Grayson Rodriguez putting on Twitter, Twitter, what's with all this we shit? <laughs> You're not on the team, tweeting to some kid. What's this we bullshit? 
Gunnar Henderson on Twitter. You're not on this team. So, yeah, appreciate the email. Support Mike from Dover. Uh, again, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Here's an email regarding the shift from a gentleman by the name of Alex. Didn't put where he's from, but that's okay. Alex, appreciate the email. He says, hey, Nate, looking forward to a new season of your podcast. I wanted to get your opinion on the shift. I remember you saying you thought it was ridiculous. Major League batters were complaining about how unfair the shift is. I think the new shift will be fun, knowing there will be more offense and scoring. That's why I watch baseball. That's exciting. What's your take? And thanks for the email, Alex. Yeah, I thought it was silly. Knowing that professional ball players who get paid shit ton of money to hit a baseball can't figure it out and hit the other way. Look, this is just going to be another rule where I roll my eyes and just say, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's not going to make me lose any sleep at night. If you feel because batters are bitching and complaining and you want more offense in the game, so be it. I mean, with this no shift rule, I feel that uh, left-handed batters are going to have an average of <laughs> like 650 at the end of the season. But I'm okay with it. But it was the Twins and the Red Sox playing the other day. And Joey Gallo came up to bat. And the Red Sox said, okay, the new rule says you can't shift the infield. Nothing about the outfield. So they put their left fielder Tapia over in the usual spot where the shift was. Joey Gallo hits it right into the shift. So more teams are probably going to do that as well. But pertaining to the infield, when you can't shift, you're going to be counting on good defense. And again, Alex, to answer your question, like I said, look, I'm okay with it. Whatever. It's not one of the new rules that bothers me as much as some others. But when you need good defense because you can't shift your players around, thank goodness we have guys like Gunnar Henderson playing at third, Mateo shortstop, Frazier at second with Urias, obviously gold, gold glove winner. Mountcastle first base, you got Taron Vavra backing everyone up on the bench. I've been seeing a lot of Mateo hate lately. I don't know what that's about. Mateo is an extremely exciting player to watch. I understand his bat is not where we'd like him to be. I'm sure he's frustrated about it as well. But I don't know. It's all the hate. Yeah, he's basically just holding a spot warm until Jackson comes up. And I'm sure you're going to see Gunnar Henderson over at shortstop. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of different situations in the infield this season. But the pitch clock, I want to move on. Again, thanks for the email, Alex. Fullcountks at gmail.com. We're on a roll pertaining to the new rules pitch clock i want to get your thoughts because i posted about this on twitter on saturday i i felt like i'm in the minority that i'm a fan of the pitch clock although some people are tweeting out saying they're seeing the opposite they're seeing that the the minority are people who are against it but i've just seen a lot of uh pitch clock hate lately the pace of play matters more to me than the actual length of play Okay, I'm okay if a game is six and a half hours long. I'm on the edge of my seat watching every play. That doesn't bother me. But I don't like how if it's a six-hour game because cat and mouse between the batter and the pitcher. I don't like that. I I don't like three and a half, four minutes before a pitch is even thrown. And I know some people, they're uh, they're reasoning, well, it's just part of the game. Fuck that. There's a lot of things part of the game that we don't like. And I know some people say, what about when they're reviewing the rule, uh, reviewing a play? That that's taking up time. Yeah, that's be- they're taking up time because they're actually trying to make a decision on a play that's important. And some people say, well, I love that. I love go. I've seen people post, well, I love going to a game knowing I can just sit for three hours and do nothing. I don't watch baseball because it's long. That's not why I tune into the game. I tune into the game because it's exciting. It's one of my favorite sports. I want to see fun baseball. So if fun baseball winds up being four hours long, that's great. There was a game earlier in the week 
It's 14 to 2. Orioles game against the Rays. 16 combined runs. It was only a two-hour and 20-minute game. And people were bitching and moaning, saying, what's happening to baseball? 16 runs and only two hours and 10 minutes. Who gives a fuck? If it's exciting and it was a fun game, so what? I just feel people just find reasons to bitch. And look, I'll be honest, I'm perfectly fine knowing that if I go to a game on a Tuesday night at Camden Yards and I'm getting to walk back to my car at 9.30 at night instead of 5 of 11, I'm okay with that. At the same time, if it's the same day, Tuesday night, and the game goes to 11 o'clock at night, so what? But if it's just an average game, yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm sure as the years go on, those of you out there who have a huge problem with this pitch clock business as usual it'll just be another thing part of the game now another thing's part of the game the bases first second and third i don't see too many uh big debates over uh people who care about the bases 18 square inches this year moving forward used to be 15 you guys we have guys like cedric mullins jorge mateo you got adley rushman behind home plate throwing guys out trying to steal bags hell i think it benefits the orioles I think they're going to be A-OK with that, but not a huge opinion on that, whatever. Again, I don't see too many big debates back and forth. I don't think the uh, bases going to 18 square inches is a uh, hot topic, a big one that people <laughs> butt heads over. Now, speaking of button heads, with the season starting and opening day getting closer, and I'm excited, I will be at opening day. haven't been there for a few years. Just got a 15-game package with a buddy of mine. I haven't done that in a few years either. I got to get my shit together, man. You know, get, get finally getting down to spring training. Haven't been opening day in a couple years. It's like, come on, Nate, get your shit together. But we're starting off 2023 in the right direction. Spring training, opening day, here we go. But my question is, were you surprised, upset, angry about Mike Elias not spending money so far on a big pitcher, on a big bat? You know, when he says liftoff, it's time to go. Let's go. We're, we're focusing on the World Series, win as many games as we can, fuck the rebuild. And look, I'm not complaining about him picking up Cole Irvin. It's a good pickup. Anytime you can pitch in the American League, have an under four ERA, you're doing just fine. And Kyle Gibson, guy's been around the league since the early 80s, I think. <laughs> guy's been around forever. Coming from Philly, guy knows his shit. He's been around the league. I'm fine with that. And speaking of Cole Irvin, I'm digging his attitude right now. I mean, he's in spring training right now saying, look, it's not guaranteed I have a spot on this rotation. I still need to pitch my ass off. This is what he said. Uh, There's a lot of talent here. My job's never going to be secure. I think the only secure job is really Gibby, and he's the vet, and he deserves it. Obviously, talking about Kyle Gibson. He says, for me, I'm still kind of earning my way in the major leagues. I've got to earn the respect of my teammates, earn the respect of the guys that were here before me. Great attitude. It's walking in like, look, I got to do my job. I don't care what kind of trade they made or, or how I pitched last year or the year before. I got to play some ball this, this year. It's not guaranteed. Not at all. I love that. And uh, so far, he's doing all right. Wednesday, I know the Orioles lost 2-1, to one, but... Uh, Irvin pitched two scoreless innings, did all right, did okay. I'd love, though, if, (laughs) I think on the other hand, I'd still have respect for him. He's like, man, this game's fucking easy. Hell yeah, I got a spot on this rotation. Are you kidding me? I'm not coming in here thinking I'm not going to get a rotation spot. Fuck yeah, I'm just going to walk in, do my job, walk out. Game is easy. You know, he just kind (laughs) of 
throws the mic down, walks out. See ya. But I like Irvin's attitude. Nothing's given, so let's play some ball. But with Michael Live saying liftoff, ready to go, World Series, let's let's do it, win as many games. Yeah, so I, I thought, okay, Live's about to spend some money. Maybe that, you know, shithead uh, John Angelos is in the way, whatever. But still early, I'm sure Elias wants to take a step back and go, let me just see these guys, what I have, what I need. Let's just see how this season works out. It's going to be a long season. Are you thinking Mike should have uh, spent some money on a bullpen arm? You know, because you're thinking, look, Felix Bautista, we finally got a, a closer. Might be one of the best closers in baseball right now. Now his knee and shoulder was all fucked up. And you're thinking, oh, my God, is this going to mess with him through his whole rest of his career, 2023 season? But the good news is about Bautista today, he did have a uh, bullpen session. Hyde says he likes what he sees. He's encouraged. By the progression thus far, Bautista, so that's good news. But right now, and I know spring training still happening, and who knows who's going to make what roster and how whoever's going to do what. I get that, but you know, being an average Orioles fan, you have a pretty good idea of who we're going to see starting in 2023, and obviously the moves that Mike Elias has made leading up. How do you feel going into this season? Want to hear from you. I mean, this is damn exciting being an Orioles fan right now. Got the butterflies, got the goosebumps, we're pumped. Baseball America just rolled out its rankings of minor league systems. They've been doing this since 1984. And for the first time, the Orioles have been named as having the number one farm system in the league. Let's go! <laughs> just a little much. Whew. I think I just pulled something. See, I'm getting excited. I mean, we got eight Orioles. We got eight Orioles on three national lists of the top 100 prospects, 10 total. And I saw a stat the other day. Shout out to CamdenChat.com. What did they say? Where'd it go? God damn it. There it is. In the past 15 years, Baseball America's number one farm system teams have gone on to win 13 World Series appearances within a few years of their number one ranking with five teams winning the whole thing. Well, God damn it. That doesn't get you excited. Come on. This is what I'm talking about. The goosebumps, the butterflies. It's going to be fun again. It's going to be stressful again. I know the past few years with the rebuild, like I said earlier, we took a step back or two. All right, they lose four in a row. Whatever. It's the rebuild. It's what we're supposed to be seeing. Now every play, (laughs) every game, back to being stressful. I know my wife said, I'm going to pray for you. Because like it used to be, pacing back and forth, yelling. I, I said, even when we were going through, the rebound. I was doing the same thing. Didn't matter what kind of game, who we were playing, what the Orioles' record was. They've lost 10 in a row. Their next game, I'm pacing back and forth in the ninth inning. Doesn't mean a fucking thing, but who cares? Because it's the Orioles and I love them. But right back to now, win it all. Every play matters. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, this episode, it's going to be a little shorter than usual. Usually, you know, we go between 30, 40 minutes. But this one, I just wanted to reach out, say, hey, looking forward to this season. Of course, hit me up, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Anything on your mind? Still want to hear experiences that you've had at Camden Yards, whether it's a memory that you had with you know, family, friend, your, your wife. I'm, I'm hearing uh, uh, stories coming in over the years of where they met their significant other and how they're in love with 12 kids now. Doesn't always have to be about the game, just a situation at the stadium. Want to hear from you? Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Uh, real quick, before I wrap this up, 
I <laughs> just noticed. Actually, before I recorded, Odor. Look, I'm going to miss the guy. He's not going to be a player that um, you know. I'm going to think back in 10 years and be like, man, remember how lucky the Oriole fans were to watch Odor every night? But the Padres picked it up, and it's funny now uh, seeing some fans on Twitter talking about you know what a great player he was and how the Orioles are going to miss him and you know, just we were lucky to see him. I, I don't know. All right, c- calm down. I think a lot of fans get emotional once a player leaves. And they're just like, oh, man, we were just so lucky. Were we? I mean, come on. But, you know, knowing, uh, the reason I loved Odor, and I talked about this when I was a guest on Baseball Biz, I, he was just ready to throw down at any minute. And I love having great players on the team. You know, we have a, a we have a roster of just nice kids. <laughs> they're great ball players, but... Want some roughnecks. Want a player to be ready to just throw down. I don't know if it was a coincidence or not, but it didn't seem like teams were fucking with the Orioles much when Odor was sitting in the dugout or out in the outfield just ready to throw down. Of course, everyone remembers how he just clocked Bautista right in the jaw. He's funny as shit. He has a great personality. Personality. Sorry, a couple of Miller, Miller lights. Ooh, tongue's getting thick. After a few beers, but he's willing to get violent any second. I love it. Whatever. You know, calm down, Nate. It's baseball. Baseball's not about violence. It's about the game. But I guess I'll jump into the, the fun pertaining to Odor. Just to give him a send off. You know, he was a great clubhouse guy, veteran, helping the young guys figure it out. Look, he helped turn 150 double plays, the second most in the American League and fifth most in majors. I'm just reading some stats, giving Odor a farewell. No Orioles second baseman turned as many since Scope had 132 in 2017. That's a guy I miss. The Scope and Manny show. Uh, definitely some games where I'd be cursing his name, you know, but then uh, an inning later, he'd redeem himself. So, Odor, good luck on the Padres, but <laughs> I don't know. I just haven't really been thinking of Odor. Someone texted me the other day. Uh, was talking about Odor, about how he's going to miss him. And, man, I, you know, I really hope we're going to do well without him. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I haven't even thought about Odor. But when I do think of him, I just laugh and go, man, it's a shame I didn't get to see him go 10 rounds with another player. Just right hook, left hook. That's all I care about. Just a great clubhouse guy. But, all right, so what? Farewell, Odor. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Starting the season. Let's do it. Hit me up on Twitter. Email anytime. Anything on your mind. Want to hear from you. Again, I say it a hundred times. Drink every time I give an email address, the email address on this podcast, and you'll be hammered by the end of the podcast. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Till next time. See ya. See ya.